Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A very warm hello to our Radio Bomb.net listeners. I'm sitting with my friend and my colleague, Dr. Daniel Rockers. Uh, Dr. Alexandrade, who is always with us, is not here today. So we want to start our conversation about why don't we apologize enough? What is with that? So Dr. Rockers, I want to start with this topic and I'd like to hear your opinion. Why don't we apologize? Is it why don't we apologize or why don't we apologize enough? Enough. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that they don't ever apologize. For there them. are some people, yes, who do not say they are sorry or do not apologize. Yeah. Well, Where does that come from? I, I think a big, well, big part of it, it probably comes from a lot of things. As, like most things, there's no single source to it, I'm guessing. Probably pride, ego, mm -hmm. defensiveness. You know, a, we're taught a lot, I think, in this culture of, the, of individual strength and can-do attitude. And a lot of times that gets interpreted as, well, I don't have to say I'm sorry, or I don't say I'm sorry. I've had people say that in session or... Like a spouse will say that their spouse doesn't ever say that they are sorry. Mm -hmm. So does that go more with men or is it general? Because I see a part of Very dangerous here. Sounds like an accusation. <laughs> I don't want to be sexist and I don't want to generalize. But in my own experience, I have to say that I don't want to actually refer to any research or anything I've read. I'm just saying from my experience, so tell me if I'm wrong, but in my experience, I've seen men have a hard time to say, I apologize. What is that? Am I you, wrong? You are saying, you are accusing men of it not being very good at apologizing. Am I understanding you correctly? I try not to accuse, but <laughs> apparently I am. <laughs> That's what I want to hear from a psychologist who is experienced. And my friend who's sitting with me, I just want to say from my experience, this is what I have seen. I would have to say, I. that's probably my observance to my experience is that I think it's harder for men in general. The way I read that is, and again, I'm, as you can probably tell from a lot of our sessions, I'm pretty much against group labeling the, you know, generalities and stereotypes. I think so often just are damaging or serve to perpetuate problems. No, absolutely. So, I'm against that too. That's why I, mean, I had a hard time saying that. Yeah, I, I know. I was you know, kind of digging you a little bit with that. I'm not a big fan of things like men are from Mars and women are from Venus and we speak different languages. Yeah. But I think it is also important to keep in mind that in general, I think that women in a very general sense tend to speak more mm -hmm. and speak more about emotions. So they're more expressive mm -hmm. in that way. And certainly in our culture here, this, this Western culture that I've grown up in, it seems like 
the value, men are valued more if they don't talk about their emotions. Or let me put it another way. Men are somehow seen to be less than if they talk a lot about emotion. Mm -hmm. That's very general stereotype. But uh -huh. often we see it hold true in the therapy room. Mm -hmm. In the therapy room, often it is the, the man who says, you know, if you ask a man how they're feeling, they say, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. And to be pressed any further, it's irritating for them. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm, I would be fine, except for all these questions you keep asking me about my feelings. Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. Generally speaking, women, and we are always talking about the rule of 80-20. When we say- 80-20. Yeah. So generally speaking, I agree with you. Women are more expressive and that's the way they are. And men do express themselves even if they do, they do it differently. You know, they say things and then they put it behind them, but women bring it up more often. And that's the way they're built, the, the way um, we know about women in general. But when you say you're sorry, uh, it's a big word that can mean a lot. Uh, so it can even mean nothing if you, it doesn't really come deep from your heart. Because a lot of times uh, you may just say that just to kind of calm the situation down, but do you really mean it? So when we say apologizing, it's only the start of the repair process, you know, probably we damaged something and then now we are apologizing. So just saying, I'm sorry, is it enough or do we have to express more? Do we have to get into what happened and why we are apologizing? Well, a long time ago, I read a brief article, an interesting article that it said there are three components to apologizing or saying you're sorry. They said you have to actually say that you are sorry for it in a genuine way. You have to own what you did. Mm -hmm. And then you also need to tell the other person how you're going to work, what you're going to do to get better about that in the future. So it's a three-part process is what that article recommended. And I've always stuck to that. I think that's very good. We have to own it. We have to say it. And we have to say what you're going to do in the future. Mm -hmm. Regarding your original question, I think that for a lot of people, it's seen as operating from a position of weakness or less power mm -hmm. to say that one is sorry. It's operating from beneath. I think that's how it's seen. Now, I don't think that's the case. Mm -hmm. And in fact, paradoxically, it's often the opposite case. Right. And, um, you know, again, yesterday we talked about racism and we went over uh, the steps of um, development of the uh, cultural and um, racial identity when you get to the awareness and integration. And I think as a human being, when you are experienced and you have seen so many issues, whether at work, whether in your relationship, you get to the realization and conclusion that apologizing doesn't make you less at all. It just makes you a better human being because you realize if you 
made a point that even if intentionally you didn't want to hurt anybody, and even intentionally you didn't mean to be criticism, criticizing or, um, or just hitting a point to awaken someone from the point that they miss or whatever, for whatever reason, you know better than anybody what you did. So if in your heart, you know that you initiated something that you caused some sort of damage to your relationship or hurt the other person, I think if you get to that point to see all of these, you can easily apologize as well. I think it's true. And, the other, you know, there's another thing that enters into it. And I think that is just chronological maturity as well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we learn as we grow up. Some people probably are able to apologize from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Others who have something of a stronger ego, and I don't necessarily, I'm not saying stronger ego is strength. I think it's often a detrimental to one's development, but it will take a long time for them to learn that value. I think that was definitely true for myself when I was younger. It was really hard for me to say I was sorry or just getting in a lot of arguments with my girlfriends then. And, mm-hmm. um, I really try to be very careful now with my girlfriend, Jan, and just to say, I'm sorry if I did something wrong mm-hmm. and to check in on that. It's if you think in a longer term, it's good for your own self-development, but it's also good for the relationship development, right? Absolutely. Such an important piece. Yeah, no, absolutely. There was an article who, um, I think it was by um, a woman, um, actually divided uh, things into several points. And as far as I remember, the first thing was make sense of what happened. And um, just uh, replay the incident and find clarity. And I thought that's really important, the first step. Because if in our head we are thinking this has a meaning to it and we make those meanings in our head and based on our values or beliefs, we actually add so many things to it all of a sudden it becomes a bigger thing than it than it actually was. So the best first step is actually making sense of what happened and what was clearly heard or seen or what happened, you know, actually. Sometimes we tend to be reactive and don't even go there. Um, I just want to make sure that... Um, We are doing okay with time. So we're going to go to a short break and come back to continue our conversation. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد من امروز به همراه دوست و همکارم دکتر دنیل راکرز در خدمتون هستیم و امروز داریم صحبت میکنیم اگه تازه رادیوتون رو باز کردیم راجب اینکه چرا ما 
سختمونه که عذرخواهی کنیم و بگیم که اگه حرفی زدیم ببخشید یا اگه کاری کردیم منظوری نداشتیم و علتش مثلا ناگاهی بود نادونی بود صحبت های ما روزای شنبه و یک شنبه به زبان انگلیسی هستش اگر که تازه رادیوتون رو با کردین صدای ما رو میشنوین و تعجب میکنین که چرا رادیو بامداد برنامه به زبان انگلیسی داره من و دوتون از همکارانم دکتر راکرز و دکتر اندراده که البته امروز ایشون نیستن و من فقط با دکتر راکرز هستم در صحبت میکنیم و اگه کسانی هستن که از این برنامه استفاده میکنن خواهش میکنم ازشون دعوت کنیم به برنامه ما توجه کنن ما یک بریک کوتاه میگیریم و برمیگردیم به صحبت هامون ادامه میدیم We're back with Dr. Rockers and we are continuing our conversation about uh, why don't we apologize enough. Um, Is there so- a dog apologizing in the background <laughs> there? <laughs> Sorry, our break was uh, just a little longer. I have to sometimes feed my cat and that's why I had to go. Um, I just want to talk about what we started uh, the Uh, one of these um, psychologists, uh, as far as I remember, when I read the magazine, I can't remember the name, but uh, she went through steps of, um, you know, when we want to really have a good relationship with the person or with people that we have issues. The second part was face your feelings. So good or bad, denying them helps no one. So basically, Be honest to yourself and if you are offended by something, especially if the relationship matters to you. So just share your feelings, uh, stand in other person's shoes, really try and understand why they feel hurt. So these are all deeper level of really getting into what happened, why the situation actually um, you know, happened. And, um, and then also in this case, it says, write down the reasons why it's important to make a change, you know, whatever has happened, how can you change it? Number one on that list should always be some, um, you know, like something that they're worth, it's worth it, uh, you know, like, um, for example, as a list, what would be the number one thing that, Um, always be some variant of they're worth it. And then decide what is will take to make up for the damage that was done. Like deep down, you probably already know. It's a lot of talking back there. So yeah, so what do you think of this list? I think it's a very good list, or at least I think that very first one, that's the one I'm remembering is why is it worth it? 
it's probably good to get clear in your mind where you want to go with your life. And if we're talking about relationships generally, it's pretty valuable. I think the worth for a lot of people is just that you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's just not a thing that's bothersome for you anymore. So I think that's number one issue in terms of why is it worth it? The other is you want to get clear on it so that if the situation comes up in the future, either with that person or with another person, you can talk about that or you can recognize it before it shows up. And then that's something that you can work on. So that value of why is it worth it? What is it worth to you? I think that's such a, a great question we have to ask. That's part of living an examined life, what's called an examined life. And it means looking at our actions and looking at the words that we've said to other people and really evaluating and examining, you know, is that helpful for me? Peace of mind in going forward after having apologized to me, that's worth quite a lot. I think that's a really important part. What do you think? Well, I think it's important to see what we learn from what happened. Um, it means nothing if we don't take that as a lesson and expand it to our life. And, you know, they always say when you really learn from your mistakes, you shouldn't be doing it again, because if you do it, then that means you haven't learned. And there's a saying for that, right? So we know, um, I, I think- that's, yeah. that's that part of that three-part apology where you're saying what you're telling the other person, what you will be doing in order not to commit that same error again. Exactly. Yeah. Wanna, we want to learn from what we're doing. We should learn and grow as we go through life. And it's important because if- you really mean that you're sorry and you're apologizing. It has to be so deep that you realize you shouldn't be doing that again. You know, not only to that person, to anybody. If you realize something you have said or you have done, it's, it's really in a general broad way could affect other people in a negative way you shouldn't be doing that. And, and if you do, that means that it wasn't deep enough and it didn't get to you. You didn't learn about it. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. That's probably why you have to, in that three-part apology, you have to own it and you have to say it out loud. Another thing is, you know, in that first one, you want to understand what you're, you presented is why is it worth it, which means getting an understanding of what happened. Sometimes what people do in apologies is they try to explain it to the other person, which often can be irritating to the other person, or they feel dismissed or brushed off. In other words, I did this because of blah, blah, blah. And in that way, not really, I'm not taking responsibility for what I did. I'm saying, well, the situation set it up. So hmm, that's what I did. It's too bad for you. Also, we have to remember the other side of it is also need to be conversed about. Because I think, let's say you apologize and the other side, whenever something happens, goes, remember you did that. And you, I mean, when we apologize and we are, we are saying we are sorry, I think from the other point of view, should be done deal. Don't bring it up again. 
because that person deeply understood and apologized for it. Don't bring that issue again, because I think this brings some negativity because if a person has been so sorry that has apologized, had cleared everything out of the way, made sure you understood that, you know, this wasn't what that person intended to do or deeply understands how, for example, hurt hurt you or, and then when you bring it up again, I think this is the worst thing because you have to put it behind you. And then the next level, I think we can give another break and come back to talk about that. Shenvandegan Aziz Radio Bamdad, ma imruz be hamrah dost va hamkaram Dr. Daniel Rockers dar khidmatun hastim be zaban englishi sohbat mikonim. Age sedaye ma ro be zaban englishi mishnavim ma rozay shambe va yashambe dar Radio Bamdad barnameye ravanshanasi be zaban englishi darim. Har bar sohbat hay mukhtalifi dar zamin hay mukhtalif ravanshanasi darim. Sohbat hamun khili jambe umumi va rozmare dar. و اگر که صدای ما رو میشنوین به زبان انگلیسی و فکر میکنین کسانی هستن که به زبان انگلیسی ترجیح میدن برنامه ما رو بشنوند خواهش میکنم ازشون دعوت کنین به برنامه های ما توجه کنن برمیگردیم و دوباره صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم Dr. Daniel Rockers, this is Saide Malkafzali speaking. Uh, we were talking about why don't we apologize enough and uh, our conversation continued to different ways of dealing with this. And also we got to a point of a list of things we can do. And I was just gonna add Dr. Rockers at the um, situation where we were conversing. We need to also um, take time for forgiveness as well, because I know I brought it up. If you apologize, you express yourself how sorry you are, you really emphasize on the effect or effect on the other person, um, 
you hurt that person and all of a sudden the other person brings it up again. I think it just ruins the purpose and it just makes it really um, worse. But um, with that, I wanted to say, when do we um, forgive? So forgiveness should be in this mix as well. I totally agree with you, forgiveness, because the question that came up in my mind as you were talking is when you were talking about not bringing it up again, is what if the person doesn't feel like the apology was genuine? Mm. You know, where do they go? Where do you go with that? Mm. I think you have to be honest in telling the other person what uh, you have learned and what you are missing here. I definitely think honesty is really, really important because in my personal experience, I felt that the best policy is being honest because you're sharing yourself. I think if the other person is so understanding and takes that as um, the reality of your bringing into that relationship rather than you know, showing part of you in this uh, relationship. But if you're so honest and you really want to work on the relationship and makes it better, I think you can be honest and say, hey, you know, you talked about this, you said you're sorry, but there's a piece that is missing here for me. Rather than accusing you of you said it this way, you said it that way. Talk about you. Just say, you know, I have a feeling that this part is still missing for me. I like to hear more, you know. So even if at that time the emotion was high and you thought if you bring it up, you're going to get into a heated conversation, which we know is not always ending in a positive way. It would be nice to say about your own feeling, you know, this is how I feel. And I just feel like there's parts that's missing that I like to continue to to have a conversation about. But of course, leave it to a point that it's a good time. You know, you can't as you're biking, you're having fun. All of a sudden you bring this up. (laughs) You don't want to ruin that. You know, you want to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Would ruin the atmosphere. You're having a nice, beautiful picnic. Yeah. (laughs) Glass of wine, glass of champagne. The rest of the day. Yeah. Destroy it. Yeah. Well, I think in, in terms of forgiveness that, I think it's very important if someone is apologizing to you, I think the wrong response is to say, uh, that's okay, or it was okay, because the reality is it probably was not okay. So you don't say that was okay. Say, I'm glad you said something. Mm -hmm. That's important for me, or that really feels good to hear that because I was blah, blah, blah. So yeah, not to say that was okay, because it wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. So that's on the the receiving end of forgiveness. Were you asking about forgiving other people? Is I that- was thinking about the same thing. If okay. something happens, let's say, between you and your loved one, or between you and your uh, kids, any relationship, let's say you... Um, you were hurt and you heard someone saying um, they, they apologize. And it was enough to really even know that it was real. 
but the hurt is there and something has been broken in that uh, you you were really hurt. When do you forgive? At, or, or what do you do to forget about it gradually? I know it doesn't happen quickly, but I feel like the person who created this hurt has more responsibility in a continuous, uh, at the right time, to even bring it up and say, you know, I still feel like, you know, something that in the context, of course, and in the right situation, so that gradually you get to a point that you feel like the other person is ready to forgive or forget, because it takes time for that. I read Several years ago, I heard Fred Luskin speak, and he wrote the book called Forgive for Good, which I think is just a tremendous book on forgiveness. And he pointed out that forgiveness is not a transaction. Forgiveness is a decision. And forgiveness is not saying what they did is okay. Forgiveness is an individual decision that I no longer want to carry this around with me. And the requirement for that is that one has to make that decision, but you're going to have a hard time making that decision until you have told that story a few times. So that's probably part of what you were talking about with you want to understand what happened in there. And you want to understand your own feelings. In this case, it's the hurt that went on there. When you have done that sufficiently, then it's time to make the individual decision about moving forward. So in that, res- in that respect, what Fred Luskin was saying, as I interpreted, was we have to process it, we have to examine it, and only after we have done that can we move on from it. So forgiveness not a transaction. It can't be, well, you have to do this so I can forgive you. It's an individual decision that each of us has to make as we go forward. Because we're all going to run into things in our life that are painful, every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to forget. You know, So we have heard this many times that you can forgive, but you cannot forget. So by that, I want to say that forgetting, it takes a very long time until everything in that relationship is so stable, so continuously, you know, uh, towards the right direction. Uh, If it's going to the right direction, it seems like forgetting can happen. Uh, but it takes time and it takes the two people in the relationship to work on that. And um, usually it doesn't happen. Uh, it's very hard to have two parties work um, simultaneously regarding uh, the same issue and resolving it. So maybe the understanding of both sides is not exactly the same so that they to- they both take it so seriously and so deeply that they work on it. Usually one person takes it uh, more seriously and the other person less. So there's so many variation of the issues when it happens. But in general, I wanna say when we apologize, uh, I think we are taking so much load off our shoulder 
unlike some people may think it's hard for them to apologize and it seems like a very difficult process for them. I personally think if you start the process, uh, start with something simple, try to first of all, really be truthful to yourself and realize whether what you did was right or wrong. And then the second step is, did I hurt the other person by my behavior or by my words, by my action? And then go through this list and be honest to yourself. And if you realize that something you did intentionally or unintentionally, it's worth the relationship to apologize for it. And always remember that, you know, we um, leave some traces of our action in a life of a person by our behavior, by our, by our words, especially if the relationship continues and, and it's an important relation in, in our life. So it's always good to go back, apologize, clear the way and continue. But if you just let it go, it's just layers by layers and by layers and, and, and it gets worse and worse. So I wanna say it's hard to apologize. It's not easy because you have to have that um, understanding and that level of being to easily do that. So it doesn't come easy for everyone, um, but it's a process. Uh, and the reason we bring this up to our listeners is that uh, start thinking about this, um, start thinking whether uh, you are the type of person who have a hard time to apologize. And if it is, think about it and think, where does that come from? Is it your ego? Is it because you have not learned? Have they told you that every time you did something, it's okay? I mean, go back and start digging into why you don't apologize, what kind of person you are. Maybe in your family, that wasn't uh, something that you have learned, you know, People did something and they just passed on, but they leave that trace in your life by, by things that happen and if you got hurt. I think the forgive and forget idea is it's important to keep in mind those are two separate things, forgiving and then forgetting about it. And the reality is we're probably not going to really forget about something. We probably shouldn't forget about something. What we should work to do in the forgiveness part is to get beyond the emotional pain, right? We'll still have the memory of what happened, but if we can change the emotional loading of pain from that, which is that's when we know, oh, okay, then I've moved on. And in that way, you will forget the stuff in the sense of it's not going to hurt you anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's what Fred Luskin is saying is like, when we can get to that place, then we can let go of that. And, then yeah. and and you're um, you just made a point of something that we know how our brain works. Uh, we save everything in our brain from short memory goes to our long memory, and it's there. So whenever we need it, whenever we run into something, it comes back to us. So when we say forgive and forget, by forgetting we don't mean that it's, it's going to be erased from your brain because it's there, you know, and the reality is this happened and it's there. But how you deal with it is like forgetting about the emotions, as you said, like, you know, that's, I think, 
And then the other part is the emotion. If it's really high um, in, if you're high in emotion, that even is saved even there more so than if the emotion is not attached to it. Because I know how our brain can, you know, save the highly affected emotions in our life. So there's a lot of work to do with that. But the best we can recommend and suggest is always talk to each other. Bring it up because expressing it, just let go of whatever you have kept in your chest, in your mind, in your brain, and it's bothering you. And be sincere. And rather than putting the finger on the other person, talk about always we say that in our couple therapy, in our individual who come to us with different issues that... Talk about your feelings rather than accusing someone else, even if that has happened through other person or through other situation. Talk about your feelings, because by, by talking about your feelings, you are clearing all these clots, all these clots that are on the way uh, with thinking clearly, with knowing your emotions better. This is the same process when people have post-traumatic stress too right you're going to have the memory of the incident and the emotional loading is what is so traumatizing of the stress incident and so part of the treatment is clearing out processing the emotional loading there yes and dr Rockers, with that we are getting close to the end of our program i want to give a short break and come back to sum up our conversation شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد بار دیگه من در کنار همکارم دکتر راکرز در رادیو بامداد هستیم و اگه صدای ما رو میشنوین به زبان انگلیسی ما روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت دوازده تا یک بعد از ظهر به زبان انگلیسی صحبت میکنیم راجب موضوعات مختلف روانشناسی بنابراین اگر کسانی هستن که فکر میکنین از این برنامه به زبان انگلیسی استفاده میکنن خواهش میکنم ازشون دعوت کنیم به برنامه ما توجه کنن اگر سوالی یا کامنتی دارین در مورد صحبت های ما چون ما خیلی خوشحال میشیم بدونیم که چه چیزی بهتر میتونه به شما کمک بکنه ما در برنامهمون بگنجونیم برمیگردیم در قسمت پایانی برنامه هستیم back with Dr. Rockers. Uh, this is Saide Malihafzali speaking. We are at the end of our program and we're going to sum up our conversation about uh, forgiveness, about uh, why don't we apologize enough 
uh, and uh, comparison of uh, expression between women and men. We talked all these throughout our session, and now we are going to just say our final statements. Are you wanting me to jump in there? Yes, please. <laughs> I would just do a quick review that forgiveness is a three-step, three-part, from my perspective, it's a three-part process. We have to say out loud what we did that was wrong. We have to own it in that way. And it has to be genuine. So it has to be genuine. We have to own it by saying it. And then the third part is you say what you're going to do so you can get better and not do it in the future. Those three parts, very, very important. And I want to say, Dr. Rockers, think before you speak and act, have compassion and respect for the people you care about. Listen to other people. And if you do hurt or offend someone, have the courage to not only say you're sorry, but to show how much you care in your action as well. And with that, I want to say goodbye to our listeners and thank my friend, Dr. Rockers, for another session. And we come back next week to continue our conversation about other topics in psychology.
رادیو بامداد صدای ما و شما با زبانی آشنا